When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Sometimes it's the normal, sometimes it's the abnormal, and sometimes it's the paranormal, but it's always beyond reality. Welcome to the program, everyone. I'm your host, J.V. Johnson, and as I get settled here, because I have to, first of all, I have to thank Bruce the Shark Markison for filling in for me last uh it was wednesday night slash thursday morning's show because the thursday night slash friday morning show was the best of so thank you to bruce for doing that and thank you to all for all of you for treating him well um but i when when he fills in i got uh, there's a lot of things i have to reorganize and reset i gotta make sure my orange candies are secure all that stuff you know what it's like um and so I was just in the middle of doing that. But anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, it's great to have you here. This is uh, the week after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, by the way. I hope um, you got a chance to spend it with friends and family. Uh, I hope you didn't uh, overindulge, although we all tend to do that on all the holidays. You know, anytime there's a meal involved on a holiday, we get kind of crazy. I didn't, though. I have to say, I, um, I actually uh, behaved myself. I only had one piece of apple pie, which is unusual because I usually have one pie, the whole pie. I only had one piece. And I regretted it later because um, I went to my sister's house for the Thanksgiving meal. And, uh, you know, when later I was looking for more pie, there was no pie because it wasn't at my house. But it was probably a good thing. And by the way, if you're living in uh, in upstate New York anyway, we just got hammered with our first snowstorm. Like, like I don't know, foot, 18 inches. There's a lot of snow out there. And again, it is it is December now. It is December. But um, it still seems like it's November because Thanksgiving was just a few days ago. Uh, just too early, too cold, too snowy. I'm not ready for this. And I know I keep saying this, but boy, I tell you what. Um, we have a really great show lined up for you tonight. We have a returning guest. Bill Bean has been with us a few times. Bill is known as the Spiritual Warrior. He's also an author. We'll be talking about his new book called Dark Force Revisited. He'll share some of his recent exorcism cases. Plus, we'll talk about what it means to encounter some of these dark energies as curses, attachments, Maybe uh, possessions even. He uh, is an exorcist and he has done many exorcisms. We'll talk to him about that as well. A lot of great stuff uh, to chat with Bill about. And he'll obviously join the show after our first break here. Tomorrow night, Ken Hansen will be with us. I believe Ken's been here too. I think Ken is a returning guest. He's a Judaica professor. And he'll talk about the discovery of King David's palace in the underground Jerusalem. And the recently opened tunnels under the ancient city. They just keep finding stuff. It amazes me that whole civilizations basically can be buried over time and then uncovered thousands of years later. It's 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 uh, hard to comprehend. And it's so exciting when they start when they make these kinds of discoveries. Uh, Thursday night's program Wednesday, we're working on a schedule change, by the way. But Thursday, another really interesting conversation ahead of us. Dr. Mark 
Pitstick will be here. He's the director of Soul Phone, the Soul Phone Foundation. He'll discuss his new spirit communication technology. Hmm. I know nothing about this technology, and I'm anxious to learn about it. That'll be Thursday night's program here on Beyond Reality Radio. I want to remind you to go to the YouTube channel. It's very, very important. Uh, we've got a lot of cool things brewing that will be appearing on YouTube. And in order for you to participate, see, be alerted to any of those, so you know what's going on. If you subscribe, it's much easier to find out what's happening. It's free. There's not. There's no charge to subscribe. Just go to YouTube, search for JV Johnson, and when you find it, just click on the subscribe button. It's also helpful if you click on the notification icon as well, because that way, when we go live or when we upload new content, you'll be alerted to that fact. So go to YouTube, search for JV Johnson. Be sure to hit subscribe. Share it on your social media. Share it with your friends. Anybody who likes this kind of, uh, you know, as we say in the beginning, normal, abnormal, paranormal conversations and topics will enjoy the YouTube channel. So do that. Like us on Facebook as well. Do all the things that uh, allow you to follow us and be part of our community. And uh, I'll appreciate that, and I'll say thank you in advance. Hey, gang, it's JV here. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Beyond Reality Radio. Some of you are new to the program, and some of you have been with us for years. And no matter if you're interested in ghosts, the UFO phenomenon, conspiracy discussions, or any of the other topics we explore on this program, we do it for you. Our goal here is to help find answers to some of the world's most enduring mysteries. And as we continue to bring you interviews and discussions each night, it's important that we get your feedback and even more importantly, your support. The media landscape is forever changing, and as it does, we need to be able to change with it. That's why it's important for you, right now, to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Once on YouTube, just search for J.V. Johnson. You'll find it there. Subscribe. It's all free, and it'll make you part of our global community. In addition, Beyond Reality Radio is available as a podcast. Go to your favorite podcast platform and search for Beyond Reality Radio and subscribe there as well. And finally, we have an archive program that you may enjoy as well. This show can be found on major podcast platforms, and it's called Beyond Reality Paranormal. By supporting us in one or all of those places, you can be sure we'll be able to continue to deliver quality shows to you, no matter what form the media landscape takes. As a paranormal historian, I promise you the best and most entertaining conversations as we continue to hunt for the truth. We've had Bill Bean on the show before, a couple times, in fact. He's known as the spiritual warrior. He's also an author, many books to his credit, including the one we're going to talk about tonight mostly, which is called Dark Force Revisited. Bill, welcome back to Beyond Reality Radio. Great to have you here again. Thank you so much, Brother JV. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and your family as well. Thank you, and I hope you did too. It's always such a great time to spend. I mean, you know, we should do it all year round, but somehow we get busy. You know, we don't. Yeah. We don't take the time we should, and then a holiday like Thanksgiving comes around, and you actually get to slow down for a few days and appreciate the uh, the good people in your life. I'm in total agreement, and uh, it just seems like the world has uh, just gotten to be a much busier place. And for me, it seems like time has just sped up. Uh, It just seems like 
the days and the weeks and even the months are just passing by at warp speed. You know, I think there's we have to do a pro, we have to get a time expert on the program and answer this question once and for all. Once and for all, is time speeding up? Because I feel the same way. I feel yeah. like you know hours uh, turn into days faster than they should, and I just don't know. I just don't know where the time goes. But what have you been up to since you've been on the oh, show last? I mean, you're always busy. My goodness, JV, it's been a never-ending journey, and and I thank God and praise God for putting this calling on me and make no mistake this is a calling i didn't choose to do this god chose me to do it and it's non-stop travel brother it's uh city to city town to town state to state uh you know one day it could be in new york and the next day in los angeles it's just uh there are so many people in need and i'm again grateful and thankful to god for choosing me to do this kind of work and it's not for just uh anybody that's for sure in my opinion it has to be a calling because there's no way that I could do the things that I do without the power of God working through me and without his blessing and favor and protection upon me. There's just no way. That's a, that's a really great point, Bill. And I, I think we, maybe we should hammer it home a little bit harder here because I always get nervous when we talk about some of these topics that we're going to be visiting tonight, that people, you know, we have a lot of uh, people who were inspired by TV shows like Ghost Hunters and who went out and started to hunt ghosts on their own. And when we start talking about things like dark energies and exorcisms and, uh, you know, these these more negative spiritual uh, entities that may affect people, um, it's, it's a bit dangerous uh, to go out on an amateur level without the proper training and protections and fool around with this kind of stuff. Would you agree? I totally agree. It's uh, like swimming with the sharks, and I've said many times before, you know, would you, if you pulled up to this beach, and you, you really, you know, oh, wow, that's a beautiful beach, it's awesome, I want to swim there, but yet you get out of the car and you see this sign that says, you know, do not get in the water, shark-infested waters, you know, would you still get in because you just have to be at that beach and in that water. So that's what it comes down to. Uh, we have to be very, very careful, and I can't tell you how many people over the years have come to me for help that were, you know, out doing the ghost hunting and things of that nature, and then something demonic had come upon them, and it started to ruin their lives and anybody connected to them. That's the problem. It can do that, and it can do that in a hurry. You get in over your head, and yeah. you start messing around with energies you don't understand, and uh, it can affect not just your life, but the life of people around you. I totally agree. I've seen it so many times. I've lost count. And again, this is why uh, we have to be very mindful. And, you know, that's why there are scriptures that say test the spirits and the way to test the spirits. So for me, uh, the way I would test the spirit, number one, I praise God for the holy discernment that he has given to me. So I would know right off the bat if something felt divine or evil. Um but the way to test that would be to, uh, I guess, if a person wanted confirmation in that, then I would simply say, by the mighty power of Yahweh and his mighty and holy name in Jesus' name, I bind and rebuke you, foul demon, and I command you to depart, you know, and be authoritative in that. And then if the thing automatically disappeared, well, then we know beyond a shadow of a doubt it was demonic, because they have to go. When we invoke the mighty power of God and his mighty and holy name, and the mighty and holy name of his son, Yahshua, Jesus the Christ, those things have to flee automatically, and they do. So that's how we test the spirits. 
Oh, Bill, you, you said this was a calling for you, and you said mm-hmm. that you have been armed with the power of God uh, to do this kind of work. Why Why do you think you? Was it because you chose to do it that God gave you the power, or did God give you the power, kind of forcing your hand to decide to do this work? Yeah, I have to say that I really believe that I was predestined for this before I came into this world, and that's why I suffered so much as a child. And my family was destroyed by demonic forces, and I was nearly destroyed as well. And I fully understand why now, because the devil was trying to stop me from getting to where God wanted and needed me to be as this spiritual warrior. So I fully understand it. You know, I can look back on it now with a clear mind and see exactly why these things happen. And I've said many times that I couldn't be where I'm at right now and helping others had I not been there. It was all a necessary part of the journey in order to have this level of understanding. So uh, if a person has suffered a high level of trauma, they, um, when they've suffered this, it's, it's, they go inward, so they become an introvert. They, they, don't, they certainly don't want to talk about these things and whatever it may be. I find that a lot of my cases involve child molestation and things of that nature, you know, things that will create a high level of trauma. Um, when these things happen, people do not trust. They do not trust easily, and they do not want to talk about these things. However, in knowing that I have been there and have suffered horrific experiences myself, these people can connect with me because they know that I've been there. So the wall comes down. They can trust me. And so this was all a part of God's plan for my life and the way he works through me to help other people. It's just, J.B., I can't really describe in words sometimes, you know, throughout, and I've thought about some of these cases, and I'm so busy, everything blurs together most of the time, but there are moments to where I could sit back and have a reflection and recollections on some of these things, and I just shake my head, because you would have had to have been there personally to see some of these things for yourself, to truly understand what I'm saying here, because, uh, you know, we know that God does work miracles. He's worked more miracles for, for me than I, I just can never thank him and praise him enough for that. So he's worked many miracles for me in my life. I've seen him work miracles for other people. I have also seen the devil do things that you would just stand there and rub your eyes and go, did I really just see that? Did that really just happen? Uh, so the devil mocks everything that God does, and he puts a vulgar twist on it. So... You would truly have to, would have had to have been there with me on some of these things to see it for yourself, just to to have a real understanding of what I'm saying here. And, you know, I've gone into situations to where most people would run out of. And the only way I can do these things is by the power of God. Number one, when we are in this type of position and situation and have this type of calling upon us, we have to be at our best at all times. Now, am I perfect? No. Do I claim to be? No. But I try to do the best and be the best that I can, that, that I can be each and every day of my life. Uh, my faith is authentic. It is stronger than steel. God is truly first in my life. And with such a commitment, I'm committed to excellence. If I'm committed to God in that way, therefore I'm committed to excellence. And if I'm committed to excellence, then that means I refuse to lose. So I declare victory in each and every day of my life. And I say certain prayers that invokes the power of God over my life every single day without fail. And I have to do this because I have to be somebody to somebody every day of my life. 
this is a never-ending journey. There are more people suffering now than ever before, and I expect that to continue to increase by the way things are going in our world and by the portals and doorways that are being opened up um, by devices such as CERN and things of that nature that are stargates, in my opinion, that are opening up these portals, and more and more of these demons are being loosed on the earth, and more and more people are suffering. Bill, we've got uh, about a minute and a half before we have to take our first break, and I just want to point out, or actually just ask you a question about something that you've mentioned a couple of times already tonight, just so we all have the same understanding. You keep referencing the devil, um, I believe, yeah. is the devil Satan, and is is the devil slash Satan uh, an, a, a single entity as we know that entity from what the Bible tells us? I believe him to be. Uh, you know, he's mentioned by many names, Hasatan, Satan, Belial, Lucifer, on and on and on and on. Whatever the case may be, whatever the true name is, God knows that, and I guess it's not for us to know, but um, I do believe that he is, let's put it this way, and I would get a lot of heat, and I have in the past for saying this, but I believe it to be true. He's a created being, and God, Yahweh, that's God's name, listed 6,823 times in the Bible, created him. Therefore, uh, you could look at him as almost like a rebel son of God, and we could go further into this after the break. I know we're coming up on that. Um, But yes, to answer your question, he is a single being that is in charge of many other demons. Tell us more about who who this entity is and why it's so dangerous. Okay. Um, Was I there at the creation? No. So let's get that out of the way right now. So people say, oh, well, you don't know. You are. Okay. Well, this is my summation and summary of the situation to the best of my ability to try and understand this. If, in fact, Yahweh, the creator, created all things, which I believe that he did, I believe that when he was hovering over those waters, uh, he was hovering over the waters in a craft. Why does our God have to use a craft? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. But I do believe that the heavenly hosts have been traversing the heavens, which means skies, in flying craft. And they are Merkabahs and the devil, uh, again, who was a created being in heaven, uh, was privy to some of God's wisdom and knowledge and creativity. Uh, I believe that when he was cast out of heaven with a third of the angels, they were cast out in flying craft, Vimanas. And I believe that, uh, uh, again, he was created by Yahweh. He was created to be the choir director in heaven. He was created as a beautiful creature, adorned with jewels, and even had pipes inside of him. And he was a very important creation to God. Now, I will say this. This is my opinion only. I can't prove it one way or the other. Um, I believe that Yahweh hasn't destroyed him or doesn't destroy him because I feel he's like a rebel son. And if that's the case, he actually serves a purpose because when Yahweh created us, he gave mankind free will. So, in my opinion, 
there has to be a consequence based on free will and maybe a bad choice or bad decision and an adversary to mankind because God does not force us to worship him. He does not force us to get on our knees before him. He gave us free will. We're free to make our choices. So he's delighted when we come back to him and make him first. And we do get on our knees, and I get on my knees uh, every single day of my life. And my wife does as well to where we are giving praise and thanks to God. Um, every day as part of our worship of him. Um, But he doesn't require us or force us to do that. So because of that, I feel that in his master plan, uh, he was going to really use this rebel son in a way to create havoc and to be this opposing force because of the consequence of choice or a circumstance, an unfortunate circumstance, because sometimes horrible things happen to good people. And so this is all part of every man's life touching another's in some way, and we always pray that it's in a positive way. However, it doesn't always go that way. So back to the uh, initial creation of this being, Hasatan, whatever his real name is, um, Perhaps he was created first, and then when the uh, Christ, Yahshua is his Hebrew name, you know, the name Jesus is only 400 years old, um, when Yahshua, the Melchizedek, the high priest of God, was created, then perhaps that was the start of the revolt, and certainly when Yahweh created mankind, uh, that was going to further the revolt there. So again, uh, something happened to trigger this. And I do believe that the devil and a third of the angels were cast out of heaven. Again, I believe they were cast out in those flying crafts that became Vimanas. And they came down here, and they took human women and had sexual relations with them, producing a hybrid offspring of giants called the Nephilim. And these were terrible creatures, and they were part angel, part human, and uh, they became man-eaters, and so they were dominating the earth, and they also went into the fields and had unnatural sex acts with the beasts of the fields, which created an offspring of the offspring, and I believe those offspring, uh, that, that offspring that was created in the fields, in the forest, or wherever they went, uh, are the Sasquatch Bigfoot creatures, because they are supernatural as well. Interesting. All of this is connected, J.B. It's all connected. Yeah, I want to... I just, have, I just want to ask... Ahead, I want you to clarify a point here about the craft. Um, because mm-hmm. You've mentioned them a couple times. Is there a connection here with those things that we're seeing in the in the skies today that we might call UFOs? Or Absolutely. Is that there is. It is all very much connected. And I've had many experiences with UFOs and non-human beings as well. And so I'm telling you right now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that all of this is connected. And so uh, people just have to step, take a step back and see the bigger picture. And unfortunately, in our world today, 
people get locked into these boxes, you know, and they can't step outside of the box and think. And so they can't see the bigger picture. They're confined in these boxes. So you would have UFO people say that Bill Bean's crazy. No way. We're looking for the nuts and bolts of these craft. And then then you'd have uh, Christians that would say this Bill Bean, he's a blasphemer. You know, it's not like that at all. People just don't take the time to think, and number number the most important thing, really, number one, is that through an authentic connection with God, He will bless us with wisdom and knowledge. He certainly has for me. And you're talking to someone that has an eighth-grade education. I had to quit school in the eighth grade. I had to lie about my age, and I went to work for a construction company. I had to grow up very hard and fast. I grew up on the streets. I hung out with the worst of the worst people. Most of those people are dead or in prison now. I could have very easily have been there myself. But it wasn't until I truly became dedicated to God and truly making Him first in my life that's when he started to bless me with wisdom and knowledge and open my eyes to the truth on a lot of a lot of these things and let me assure you that this is all very much connected and in a lot of my cases um, people are having UFO experiences and or Bigfoot experiences as well I've actually gone into the woods on several occasions Binding and rebuking and casting out and telling those uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch creatures to leave because they are scaring the people. And let me tell you, JV, I could feel a presence there watching me as I was doing this. And I could also feel it leave as I was binding and rebuking and telling them to leave. Yeah, that's a common uh, description of the experience, too. There's a real presence that's felt, whether you can see this creature or not. And uh, are you suggesting there might be kind of a spiritual presence? Absolutely, because they're part angels. So if Mm -hmm. what I said is true about these um, Nephilim going into the forest and having these unnatural sex acts, whether it be apes or bears, uh, dogs, whatever it may be, and they produced these hybrid offsprings. And isn't it funny how some of these creatures... Some do look like, uh, some look like men, like Native American men in the face. Some look like apes, Mm -hmm. some look like bears, and some look like dogs. So again, if what I'm saying is true, that's what happened, and God decided to rid the earth of these Nephilim. Now, to further this, I believe that when Yahweh created the Great Flood, did kill out, uh, you know, off most of them. Some escaped, and I believe that they escaped in those flying craft to places like Mars, and that's why you see uh, pyramids and statues like a sphinx in the face of Mars, all these types of things. There's even a rock uh, on Mars that has uh, Yahweh carved into it. So um, if any of this is true, then, you know, they escaped to Mars, and when the floodwaters receded, they came back and continued the satanic seed line. Right from the beginning, if you read, you know, if you're reading the Bible in Genesis, uh, when the act takes place in the garden, you know, people would say, oh, that was that forbidden fruit. A lot more happened there than a piece of fruit, okay? I really, what I believe took place is that the devil, who was a beautiful creature at the time, tempted Eve and had sex with her in the garden, and she also had sex with her husband, Adam. Wow. And two children were produced, and the first 
Cain was the first offspring of the devil, and Abel was the offspring of Adam, and that's why Cain slew his brother Abel, because in Genesis 3, verses uh, 13 through 15, God calls them all together, and he says to the devil, because you have done this with the woman, I will create enmity, which means hatred, between you and the woman, and I will create enmity, hatred, between your seed and the woman's seed. Bill, does th- is this written anywhere, or is this your interpretation of what's written? You can find information, again, in the book of Genesis on this. You can also find it in the book of Enoch. Specifically, and, uh, specifically there the, are other the, places specifically, that they're writing. Go yeah, ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's specifically the idea that uh, in the Garden of Eden uh, that Satan had sex with Eve, and that was part of uh, what happened uh, you know, during that, uh, that event. It, was that written somewhere, or is that interpretation based on everything else that's written? It's interpretation. I mean, there's no concrete writings on it, because let's face it, J.B., who was there? Yeah, exactly. Who would be there to document that and say that's exactly what happened? Right. It's an interesting uh, idea. It's an interesting idea. I had never heard that before. And as you say it, it makes you, you know, kind of rethink uh, the whole account that you've read in the Bible and, and kind of reinterpret it a bit. So that's interesting. Do you sense that there's a real increase in this negative activity, this negative energy around the world, things seem a little crazy to me right now. You're exactly right. And, you know, I've been on this journey. Uh, it began in 2013 is when I became an ordained non-denomination minister, and I started to perform these deliverances. Uh, but for the last, oh, my goodness, uh, I would say at least five, maybe going on six years now, um, probably the last five years, five-plus years, I've been traveling nonstop, and my cases have increased, so the caseload has increased from one year to the next, to the next, to the next. It's just unfathomable how many people uh, are suffering. It's mind-boggling, JV, and I mean people from all walks of life. I have been flown to churches to assist pastors who were under demonic attack and their families, their congregation. Um, I have been flown to high-profile people who live in mansions uh, that are having these problems. I have uh, helped many middle-class people and -and down-and-out people as well. So people literally from all walks of life have contacted me for help. God has worked through me to help them, and I praise God for it. But um, it's just utterly amazing the amount of people from all over the world. I mean, this is just not America. God's worked through me to help people in 40 other countries as well. And so it's just mind-boggling as to the amount of people who are currently or, or in the past suffering. And it's the greatest thing as well to know that God has actually worked through me to take that out and off and away from someone, and then they move forward in their life to go on and have a great rest of their life without having to worry about this anymore. And I have to tell you, this is a process. Now, for some people, God has worked through me the first time to take it off of them, and then they develop a new mindset, and they move forward. So 
this mindset is what I call warrior mode. So I have to operate in warrior mode, which is faith, strength, and courage. That's I don't have any fear. And again, I praise God for that. So if we are certainly a person in my position, if they show any kind of fear at all, they're finished, and the people that they're helping are finished. You know, you have to be, by the power of God, in control of the situation at all times. And believe me, there have been situations, again, that would seem just absolutely impossible or unfathomable to people, even if they saw it with their own eyes, they'd still question did they really just see that? Um, so this requires a tremendous amount of faith, strength, and courage from God to be able to do this. So when a person is under a demonic attack or attachment or an oppression or a full possession, uh, whatever the case may be, it's going to require a new mindset. That's easier said than done, because when people have suffered trauma, and I'm one of those types of people, uh, I suffered high levels of trauma in my childhood. Uh, when people have suffered trauma in that way, it's very difficult to step out of that, because people, when they are having those types of things take place, or if they've had them take place, I mean, I know people that carried around traumas for probably 20, 25 years and it's horrible. You can't move forward in life, and you operate uh, in the fear-based, trauma-based way of thinking and living. So to further this, all life operates on frequency and vibration, all life. And so if we are on high-frequency, high-vibration, life is good, life is positive, and we are moving forward. Now, no one has a perfect life. We all have a set of issues and challenges in life, and that's life. However, when we are operating on that high frequency, life is good. But when we're on low frequency, low vibration, life is a challenge, to say the least. And the person feels like they have a black cloud over their head. Nothing ever goes right. Everything they do goes wrong. There's always a problem, a situation, a drama, and never an answer. And they're very much attacked um, throughout all this as well. And whether that would be in mind, body, or spirit, or all three, make no mistake, they are being attacked in some way. And so when people are on that low frequency and low vibration, it is very difficult to step out of that. Now, my job as an agent for God, God working through me, is to take that and all the afflictions and oppressions and attachments and possession or whatever it is and get rid of that. Just a couple of quick reminders. Go to the YouTube page or the YouTube channel and subscribe. Just go to YouTube and search for J.V. Johnson when you find it. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification icon if you want to be alerted to us going live uh, with a live stream or uploading new content. It's going to be very, very important that you do that coming up. We've got a lot of new content that will be on that channel. And also, I will say this, there's going to be a name change of the channel. So if you're subscribed now, you'll come along with the name change and won't be searching for it later. Again, go to YouTube, search for J.V. Johnson and subscribe. Also, like us on Facebook at Beyond Reality Radio on my page. You can find by going to JVJ Paranormal. Before the break, we were talking about the fact that we're seeing an increase in activity that we would consider to be uh, negative in a way. These dark forces seem to be marshalling themselves and affecting us in ways that uh, they at least haven't in our history. And we're seeing the effects of that. Bill, my question to you about this is, are we making people more vulnerable is is society making people more vulnerable 
through habits and, and our practices? Or is something else at play that's opening up a portal and gates for these uh, demonic energies to come through? Or is there something greater about to happen? And this is kind of the precursor to that. I mean, those are three very, very important but very different ideas. And it's all three. Uh, I feel that there are overlords, let's put it that way, that are really running the show here on planet Earth, and they're not human beings. And so our world leaders are sold out, and they're answering and taking orders from these dark overlords. And they are from the satanic kingdom, whether they are reptilians or whatever they may be. Um, Make no mistake, they are evil in nature. And so I firmly believe that uh, our leaders and the people in the high places on the earth are sold out to these non-human entities, and I think it's probably for self-preservation. I I always take this back to a movie that was more like a biography, in my opinion. It was called They Live, and it came out in 1987. Yeah, Yeah, that's... uh, Uh, John Carpenter film, Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's right, yeah. I just watched that recently again. Yeah, and I believe we're living that right now. And... um, through frequency and vibration, just like in that movie, there was a, a tower, remember, That's that right. uh, it was pumping out that pulse of the frequency and vibration and keeping the people asleep, and they couldn't see it, and that's exactly what's happening here now. And so, if that is true, then you have these, uh, certainly the, the leaders of the earth who have been made deals that they can't refuse for self-preservation and for family self-preservation. And that's why a lot of them are engaging in these wicked and heinous acts, whether that be part of these uh, sex slave rings and child molestation and cannibalism and all of these things and satanic practices because they have to appease the overlords. It's the devil who has a bloodlust. And so if, in fact, this is true, then this carries down to the movers and shakers, the influencers in, on, and around society. And all it requires is a historical study. If you go back in time and look at era by era, you know, back in history, uh, we have been led to this place as part of a very carefully calculated plan that has been in effect since the mid to late 1950s, and it has been a downward spiral ever since, and we are where we are now as a people and a society as a result of those things that were implemented back then. So this is a not only a slippery slope and a downward, continuous downward spiral, this is leading to your part three there, uh, something momentous. And has God told me this? No, but I firmly believe it, that a great and terrible day is coming, and it is coming sooner than later. And this is why I urge people, you don't have to take my word for anything that I've said here. Uh, Seek God and pray and ask Him for the answers and ask Him for the guidance and seek Him and have a real and authentic relationship with Him. And if you do, your life will change for the better. I can assure you of that. All right, let's jump to our listener line here. This is David in Raytown, Missouri. Hey, David, welcome to the program. 
Thank you very much. Um, uh, Bill Bean, um, you probably don't remember me, uh, but I had the pleasure of interviewing you on my radio show. I had a four-hour news talk radio show in Greenville, Mississippi, on WNAX Radio back in about 2005 or 2006. I and do remember I had you, the brother. pleasure of interviewing you, and uh, it was very, very exciting. And then when I found out you were going to be on the program tonight, I thought, man, I've got to get through to this guy. Um, and I, I, just a lot of the things that you were talking about tonight, I, I went back and thought in my mind some of the things that we had talked about on the, on the radio show. Um, and a couple of things uh, struck me. One, you said everything is connected. And you said that then, and you say that now, and I can't agree with you more. And people just, they, they just don't know how to connect the dots. Do you think? You are absolutely right, and, and I want to thank you, brother, for calling in, and I do remember you, and I remember that interview, and being, I think it was on your show a couple of times, and and I thank you for that, and I appreciate it, and yes, I'm in total agreement with you, but this is all by design, David. The masses are distracted, and they're distracted with all the wrong things, so let's say if we had a group of 10 people, and I said to those 10 people, can you tell me the name of God? And eight out of ten probably would say God. And I would say his name is Yahweh. And eight, eight out of ten would go, who? Uh, but yet, to those very same people, if I said to them, can you tell me about the Kardashians, they could tell me everything. Eight out of ten could tell me everything about them. This is the, the society that we're in the now. This is by design. And so what has happened is Yahshua, Jesus the Christ, was selfless. People... He put everybody before himself. Well, the devil, he is selfish. It's all about him. So he is now implementing that plan to perfection, I might add, uh, to the masses that it is all about them. All you have to do is take a look at these movies and TV shows and commercials and things of that nature. It is self-promotion. It's all self. You also, another thing that struck me, too, is uh, I remember from the radio interview uh, you talked about that uh, people were turning to being uh, easy Christians, that there are, you know, going to churches where you don't have a Bible-based church, and it's easier to, you know, be inclusive and all that kind of thing, because it's more comfortable as being a Christian. But in the end, that's not what is not what's going to save you. And you, I you totally agree. The same thing you know, this is where you got to have a real and authentic relation. You can go to church 24-7, but that doesn't mean you're any better than anybody else, because if you don't have a real and authentic relationship with God, you've got nothing. You're on quicksand. And so the church starts from within. And it's a wonderful thing if you want to go and gather and worship and assemble with true believers and give glory and praise and thanks to our glorious God and His Son, the Christos, the Savior, Yahshua, Jesus the Christ. It's wonderful. But if your intent is not that, and if your intent is to go and say, well, I go to church, you can say that all you want. Again, if you don't have the real connection and relationship with God, you've got nothing. And then, and one last thing, if I may. Um, the, the Bible is the Bible, and I'm convinced that the Bible was put together for uh, political reasons or, or something like that. And there are books of the Apocrypha that are not in there, you know, the Book Correct. of Thomas and, and things like that, that really would round out some of the things in the Bible. I, I hope I'm not 
you know, being an apostate or something like that. But no, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I mean, the Book of Enoch. Enoch was so favored that God came down to him and took him to the seven levels of heaven. But yet, he's not in the Bible. Okay. The Catholics didn't feel that it was necessary to put it in there. And how many women were excluded from the Bible too? Many. And so the King James Version of the Bible is 66 books, and there are 534 books that were left out. And so um, it's, again, mind-boggling. And this is something that will just crack you up. If you were to go to your church and your pastor and you say, okay, Pastor, how come there was a 450-year gap between the Old Testament and the New Testament? You know what a lot of them would say? God, they wouldn't stop know. talking. God stopped talking. So God stopped talking to people for 450 years. It's preposterous because there are many other books that were not included in the Bible that were covering that time span, like the book of Jasher and Maccabees and other books that were in that time span, yet nobody pays attention to that. Uh, and a lot of people, again, 8 out of 10, if they ask that question, the pastor said that, they go, oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't make sense. You're telling me that 450 years are going to go by and God's not going to speak to anybody? No, sorry, I don't buy that. So um, there's a lot more to the story. Uh, furthermore, and this would be another show, uh, that I feel that uh, Constantine the Great is the creator of the Christianity as we know it. And uh, there's a lot more to his story as well that's not so good. And so am I trashing the Bible? No. But I'm saying there's a lot more to the story, and the winners write the history books. And this is why it is so important for us to have a real and authentic relationship with God, because he'll show us the truth. I'm talking tonight with Bill Bean, spiritual warrior, also an author. His website is J, just the letter J, Bean.com. Many books to his credit, including Dark Force Revisited, which is uh, his latest. Though now, Bill, this is a, a, a rework of a, of a book that you had written earlier, right? Yeah, and isn't it amazing? We've talked so much. We <laughs> not getting this. You never know how it's going to get a turn out, but uh, it's been great. Again, I, it's it's always great to be on with you, JV. But yeah, that that book. Um, was necessary to write, and all of my books, that's the sixth book that I've written, and all six of them, uh, I feel that God really put it on me to write and to share things and to certainly share my story, but try to, the, the whole thing, in a nutshell, is about trying to help people and trying to help people to become free from these things and, and to be able to move forward past them. And so I felt that um, certainly after God put that urging in my spirit that it was necessary for me to go back and not rewrite the book but add to it because when I'd written the original version, that was the first book that I'd written many years ago, um, I still wasn't there as far as being totally free from all the evil garbage that had plagued my life from childhood, even into my adult years. And so it was very difficult for me to write that first book, the initial book. Um, It required me to relive those things and place myself back in there and back into those traumas. And it was very difficult to say the least. Uh, Yet this time around, it was much easier, not easy, 
but much easier because, you know, the most difficult part to write about was the sufferings of my mother, who suffered more than any other person I've ever known in my life. And so it was very difficult to uh, write about that, but it was much easier, JB, because I'm now in this different place as an agent for God, as this spiritual warrior. So um, it's easier for me to face those types of things now. Plus, with the transformation that God brought about in my life, He transformed me from victim to victor. And that was a total transformation in mind, body, and spirit. And again, I can never thank God, praise God enough for that. And so... I understand why God put that urging in my spirit to go back and bring this thing full circle, because in writing the first version, it was so difficult for me to write that I couldn't face some things. When a person, and this goes back to what we talked about earlier about people experiencing high levels of trauma, and I was one of those people. When people suffer that and they're exposed to that, you can just shut down. Some people can just totally shut down. And so it's a coping mechanism to just totally erase and wipe out things and thinking that that will be the answer and able to move forward. You just simply block it out, sweep it under the rug, and you can move forward. Well, that's not true. And so that was part of the difficulty for me in writing the first version. However, this time I was able with, uh, you know, walking in this faith, strength, and courage, able to really look at it and not look at it from a traumatic, fear-based, trauma-based standpoint. Uh, I was able to look at it with a clear mind and having no fear at all and then face this and go back. So I was able to add to the story things that, you know, I'd blocked out from before and even some things that um, siblings and other family members had brought to my attention that I wasn't aware of. So I added that into the book. I added uh, a new chapter about life after the house. Bill, you still playing music? You still playing guitar and stuff? Uh, I... I play, you know, at home. I uh, don't have a chance to get out to any uh, any more of the uh, the venues, you know, the, the Paracons or anything like that. I'm just so busy. But still have 20 guitars at home, JV. It's still play, you know, every chance I get. As a matter of fact, I find myself working out and playing guitar 3, 4, 4.30 in the morning a lot. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's about when I do my playing, too. After the show ends, I sit down, try to unwind. I grab guitar, you know, and kind of work the fingers a little bit. Um, not a bad time to exactly. do that, right? Um, let's talk. I, I sure enjoyed us uh, getting together, playing, and hopefully yeah. in the future we'll be able to do that again. Yeah, that was a lot of fun for sure. Um, let's talk about some of the the ways people can be affected by all the things that we've been talking about tonight. These dark energies, these dark, uh, these demonic entities. How um, how do they affect people directly? Well, again, where we left off was, uh, you know, talking about the frequency of vibration and also um, how people, through suffering high levels of trauma, it's so unfortunate, but it's what I'm about to say is absolutely true, is that demons are obviously around and in on and around these perpetrators that commit these wicked and heinous acts in the first place. But then once the act has taken place and the victim is uh, exposed to this high level of trauma, secretions come out through the pineal glands and uh, the adrenal glands, 
and blood and secretions come out. And uh, demons are drawn to this like candy, and they will stay on the victim. And this is why it's so important for someone who has been victimized in this way to get help right away. It's super important because, you know, I carried it around for many years, and it nearly destroyed me because it gave the devil legal right to be in my life and continue to spiritually attack me. And I've seen it with many of my clients as well. So I urge people, um, you know, if something like that is taking place or if you're carrying around something like that, Please get help, whether it's me or someone else. Please get help as soon as possible, because this will not go away. This is not something that you could sweep under the carpet. A spiritual, what I call a, a spiritual deliverance, it's a form of an exorcism. Um, it's required to bind and rebuke and cast out all these demonic entities that are in on and or around a person that has been affected in this way. And once they depart, then the person feels a thousand pounds lighter. And it, it, again, it's another amazing thing because when a person's fully possessed, um, they will let go. It, just imagine, JB, that uh, imagine a bully that has someone by the collar, by the shirt collar, and they've got them up against the wall and they're on their tiptoes. And that's what it is when a person is let go and set free by these demonic forces. They literally will let them go, and then they slump. They slump, and then they start to cry. And so uh, it's an amazing thing to witness. And again, without the power of God working through me, I would not be able to do these things. And so... Uh, I would just suggest, my strongest suggestion and advice, again, to anyone out there who may have been afflicted by something like this, something wicked and heinous taking place that caused a high level of trauma, or if you're currently having some type of uh, a demonic um, attack going on in your life, I'm urging you now to get help. And I've said this many times, and I'll say it again. Yes, I'm a very, very busy man, but I'm never too busy to help somebody. So please don't hesitate to contact me. And uh, if I don't get back to you, one of my assistants will get back to you as soon as possible, and we will set the process up for me to be able to assist you. So it's very important. And, and I can't tell you, JV, how many times people have come to me and said, you know, I went to my church, I went to my pastor, I went to my priest, they turned me away, they thought I was crazy, or they said, I can't help you, I'm not trained in that area, what do you want me to do? And it's awful, because this could cause a person to lose their faith, because they've been turned away by the church now, where do they go from there? So again, I'm thankful to God that he has me and others like me to be in this position to where there is an alternative. And if somebody, I can't, again, I can't tell you how many times people have seen me on a TV program, whether it would be on, you know, the haunting series or recently this Holzer Files, uh, where they flew me in to help a lady in Missouri. And, uh, she's doing very well now. And I praise God for that. And I'm very Good. proud of her. Good, yeah. Um, but, uh, 
I can't tell you how many times people said they were at the end of their rope. Some people ready to commit suicide mm. and happened to see me on TV and then contacted me and God worked through me to help them. So it's an extraordinary process and God works through me to do extraordinary things. I don't claim to be extraordinary at all. I'm just a vessel that God works through me. It's not me. It's God working through me. So I would never claim credit or glory for any of this. I'm just very thankful that God chose me to work through me to help people. Let's jump back to our listener line. This is our good friend, Barry, from South Carolina. Hey, Barry, welcome to the show. Hello, J.B., and hello to your guest also. And I was just telling Orion, I want to say something funny. Um, you guys, and I didn't realize this until tonight, J.B., that you're a guitar player, and your buddy there on there with you is a guitar player. <laughs> yep. Well, I was telling Orion... I am the world's greatest guitar player. You are, Barry? Ex- except I am the world's greatest air guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, have, that works, too. I, yeah, I told Ryan, I said, I have played with every band from ACDC <laughs> to ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you've done a fine job with it, Barry, no doubt. <laughs> to join us next time jb and i get together and play some guitar we'll have you playing the air guitar beside us hey listen i've got less paul's and stratocasters and, <laughs> custom them all. Guitars, and i carry them all in my air guitar case i just wonder are they, are they cheaper that way because you know some of those less paul's can get pretty darn expensive <laughs> oh this- yeah, I was in the pawn shop not long ago, and they had one for $55,000. And I told them, I said, shoot, I've got one of those with me. And listen, here's what I've got. I've got an air guitar case, and all it is is the handle. You pull out the handle. Here's my air guitar case, and it's nothing but the handle. You got it all, you've got it all figured out, Barry. He uh, sure does. Okay, listen, I enjoy it, J.B. Y'all take care, buddy. I'll call you later. God bless you, Barry. (laughs) Thank you so much, Barry. Barry's one of our favorite callers, Bill. He's a good man. Yes, absolutely. And it's good to have somebody with with a great sense of humor like that that really enjoys life. So praise God. God bless him. So let's let's go back to this idea of uh, these negative energies affecting people. Because, you know, especially when it comes to something less than possession, let's talk about curses or some of these other ways that you can be affected. Because sometimes it's not obvious that's the problem. You may be having a, a tough spot in life. You don't understand why. What are the things that people should look for that would, that would, in your estimation, mean that they have something uh, connected to them, attached to them, that they need to seek help for? And I'm glad you brought that up, J.B., about uh, curses and hexes and vexes and spells, because they're very real. I'm sorry to say it. I wish it wasn't true, but it is true. And I have helped clients who have been afflicted. I've actually helped clients on both sides of this, clients that were under these types of curses and clients who had gone to witch doctors or practitioners of black arts that had these things put on others. And I have to tell you, in a couple of cases, it come right to mind off the top of my head. In those two cases that I'm thinking about right now, people died in each of those cases. So uh, this is very real and it can be disastrous. And so I caution people against these things, that's for sure. And to those who are under these types of curses, hexes, vexes, and spells, 
you have to get help. You absolutely, if you feel like, you know, all of a sudden, um, your world is crumbling, and you feel like you have this black cloud over your head, it is time to get help ASAP. And again, whether that's me or someone else, do it ASAP, because you don't want this to carry on and then turn into something that gets really bad for you and for everybody that's connected to you. I call it a spiritual virus. And when a person, you know, has something like this, it certainly can carry on over to others and create a variety of damages, and in at least two cases or more, probably more, um, you know, as I think about this, people have died uh, being involved in situations like this. Uh, we have a chat room question. Uh, Mary asks, how can we protect ourselves from these types of evil entities? And that's a great question, Mary, and I would like for you to visit BillJBean.com and click on Powerful Prayers. There are powerful prayers that I have there, how to pray to God, and powerful spiritual warfare prayers. I say them every day of my life and will continue to do so for the rest of my life. Why? Because when we pray, we're invoking the power of God over us. And again, it goes back to what I said earlier in the interview. If we are in good standing with God, and we're truly making Him first, and we have that level of connection, well, then we're committed to excellence. And if we are committed to excellence, then we should refuse to lose. And that's how I operate in my life, each and every day of my life. I refuse to lose. Does it mean I'm perfect? No. Does it mean my life is perfect? No. But my life is 50 times more blessed than it's ever been cursed. And I invoke the power of God over my life every single day without fail. And I urge all that are out there listening to this, don't take my word for it, but seek a real relationship with God. And then if you do these things and say these types of prayers that invoke his power over your life, you won't have to worry about these things anymore because the devil's a bully. So he operates in bully tactics, divide and conquer. So um, once a person is in fear and they're being spiritually attacked, and look, let's face it, most people would be in fear. They're confused. They don't understand what's going on. Why? And then when you add these supernatural aspects of it, whether that is... Uh, feelings of a presence or seeing manifestations or being touched or even worse, you know, uh, choke, scratch, or even worse than that, whatever it may be. These are all bully tactics, and they're divide-and-conquer tactics, and they are designed to keep the person in fear. And if a person is living in that type of fear-based, trauma-based way, of living and operating, well, then they can't move forward. So they're right where the devil wants them. And so we have to take that gigantic step forward in faith to where we're truly going to come back to God and make him first, and then he'll make a way for us, because God makes the impossible possible. Bill, uh, this time has gone way too quickly. We've only got a few minutes left, and I've got wow. a, three pages of questions left that we didn't get to. Um, so we're going to have to have you back on. But I wanted you to take Great. a second and just tell us about the Holzer Files, the, the episode that you did. Yeah, and that was recent. They're still airing that. I'm very grateful to... Uh painless TV and Dave Schrader as well, because it was Dave Schrader who uh, made that connection. And, and let me tell you, Dave has uh, sent so many of his followers that needed help to me and continues to do so. So I give him a big shout out and a big thank you for that. Uh, so that's how it all came to be. They called me in to help this lady who was suffering greatly uh, from Columbia, Missouri. And, um, 
God worked through me to do miraculous things for her and to get all that garbage out of her life. And again, I'm very, very happy to tell you, uh, and I hear from her regularly, her whole life has changed. She has gone from victim to victor, and she's taken my advice. She is making God first in her life, and God is blessing her in wonderful ways. And I couldn't be happier, and I'm so grateful and thankful to God for this, and I'm very proud of her for having the faith, strength, and courage to take that gigantic step forward and to move forward now and have a quality of life. Bill, I think you said you have six books. The new one is Dark Force Revisited. It's a, it's a, an expanded version of your first book, Dark Force. Where can people get a hold of that or any of your books? Sure. Just visit uh, BillJBean.com, and you could get a copy there, or Amazon.com. Now, if you visit my website, I'll personally sign it uh, and send it to you, but you can also get it from Amazon.com, uh, or Stellium Books. And big thank you to uh, Annette Munich at Stellium for that as well. And uh, I want to thank you, JP. It's always great to talk with you, to be on with you, and I do look forward to the next time. And I want to thank everybody out there for listening in, and, and God bless all of you, and, and Merry Christmas, and uh, May 2020. I just can't have a hard time saying <laughs> I know, that. I can't I believe know. how fast that's come, but May 2020 be a great year for us all. Thank you so much, Bill. We will have you back again soon. Uh, we need to, because we've got a lot more to talk about. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, my brother. God bless you and your family. Uh, great show tonight, and we appreciate everybody joining us. Great callers as well. I just want to mention quickly, uh, last week's show we had, um, oh, geez, uh, Rob Shelsky on, and we were talking about uh, the Mandela effect. So in our little after segment, after, after the uh, radio show ends and we just do a little bit of a YouTube segment, I'm going to actually show a picture of the globe he was talking about that he said has a landmass on it that doesn't exist in our reality. And he says this is part of the Mandela effect. So I'm going to do that um, during our YouTube segment. If you haven't gone to the YouTube channel and subscribed yet, you should do that. It's uh, Just go to YouTube and search for J.V. Johnson. We're streaming live there every night, and we'd love to see you there. So that's going to do it for tonight. It's Beyond Reality Radio. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow. Beyond Reality Radio is hosted by Jason Hawes and J.V. Johnson and produced by Alexandria Johnson and Slick Eddie Edwards for Intercom Radio. Beyond Reality Radio is distributed by Westwood One Radio Networks. Stop by our Facebook page and say hello. Follow the hosts on Facebook as well. For Jason Hawes, follow at JasonHawes.Taps. For J.V. Johnson, follow at JVJParanormal. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Radio or you have a suggestion for a guest, contact Slick Eddie Edwards at SlickEddieEdwards at gmail.com. Be sure to visit our chat room as well at beyondrealityradio.com. Thanks for listening.